Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Well, those darn disciples, you'd think they would eventually learn some lessons, huh? Hey, One Hope Church and One Hope Friends. Peter here, continuing our Bible reading podcast this season of Lent as we go through the Gospel of Mark together. And um, I thought it was interesting in yesterday's reading that James had us look at uh, uh, the disciples were arguing about who is greatest, and they get scolded for that. And and as we move into today's reading, it, and it's the same context, same scene, it's almost like the disciples are thinking, we got to redeem ourselves from that. And so they, they were going to try to impress Jesus in a different way, and they think that Jesus will be really pleased about what they're about to say, but uh, as we'll see in a moment, he's, he's not uh, very impressed with them. Uh, and they say that we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and he was not one of us. And so they told him to stop. Now, the complaint here, I mean, it, it drips with irony. I mean, the disciples, they only recently... Uh, in a you know a few days ago in, in the reading, they bungled an exorcism. <laughs> they couldn't do it. Yet they do not hesitate to obstruct someone who's successful, but who is not a member of their team. And Jesus, he just surprises them by not commending them, but instead reproving them uh, for that. Reminds me of Moses. You know, when Moses um, uh, was... Uh, uh, there, there was an incident when uh, some uh, some people in Moses' camp uh, started prophesying, and Joshua, uh, Moses' assistant, was really um, uh, jealous for Moses and was was basically saying, "Moses, make them stop. You're the prophet. You're God's prophet." And Moses said, "Would that all the Lord's people were prophets." Moses didn't care that somebody else might get some credit. He just he wanted all of God's people to be uh, to have the same experience that he had, and it really shows the humility of Moses uh, certainly at that time. Um, and and so I think Jesus he's I mean he's far more concerned about demons being cast out than he is on cornering the exorcism market. Uh, reminds me too of Paul in the book of Philippians. He, you know, when he's in prison, there's some of his rivals who really don't like Paul, and and they're not really uh, walking uh, a consistent walk with the Lord. Uh, they're walking in pride and in competition, but they're preaching the gospel, thinking that that's going to make Mark, Paul even more miserable. But he says, "What do I care? The gospel's going forth." So I think all of this, just kind of looking at uh, some of those examples and, and in the context of this reading, it just says something about our territorialism as churches and, and denominations. Uh, uh, you know, denominations and church associations and churches in general are, are necessary. They're even good. We, we need to be linked together with other uh, churches and we need to have accountability and it's helpful if you're kind of on the same page with a lot of your beliefs. But but not at the expense of, of refusing to link arms with other ministries, other churches, other denominations, wherever we possibly can to cheer each other on. There, there really is only one church. And so uh, I, just an encouragement. I love that One Hope has that mindset. Um, we have a great pastor's fellowship in town here at Gink Harbor where uh, uh, this podcast is being uh, produced. And and uh, I love that our church, One Hope, is, is so supportive of me being a part of that and uh, going on retreats with these other pastors and, and, and looking for where we can team up with other churches to do ministry together, reach Gig Harbor together. 
I really first learned that, the importance of that, um, the wonder of that when it's really done and church unity is expressed among various denominations and churches. When I was a young youth director in San Pedro, California, and uh, I was on staff uh, of this church, and uh, I got to witness uh, the, the pastors in town had an amazing pastor's fellowship. It, it, it's, it didn't happen overnight, and it's, uh, it's really not something you can manufacture, but I got to witness for a couple of years something, just a sweet fellowship of, of the pastors in town across different denominations, really meeting for prayer. They'd go on retreats together. I, I got to witness these pastors, these senior pastors of some big churches and some small, but they're each of them confessing sins to one another and praying for one another and worshiping together. Uh, I just love that I got, as an early young guy in ministry, got to witness that. And it's, I, I think it's left a, hopefully left a good mark for me. And certainly I, I put that a priority on on being linked together with other uh, churches and pastors wherever uh, wherever I am in ministry and encourage all of us to have that mindset wherever you're listening to this podcast to to seek to link arms with the larger church cross denominational lines and and with other churches uh, in town wherever you're at anyway from there uh, Jesus goes on to give some further teaching which is really I think in the same exact context in which everything else has been said I, I even picture him having uh, children still in his arms from when he was talking about how if you want to be great, you got to become like one of these little children. And so he comes back to that uh, that that theme, I guess, of children. You could say he says, "Whoever causes one of these little ones uh, who believe in me uh, to stumble, it would be better for him uh, if a great millstone were hung around their neck and they're thrown into the sea." And and I do think he's literally talking about little ones, little kids. You know, he certainly wants their faith protected and nurtured. But I think he's also just speaking about those who come to faith. Uh, the little ones are those new in the in the faith, new believers. And and he, I think he's he's saying, don't you dare, uh, you know, hurt the faith, the, the 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 tender faith of these these new believers by arguing about who's greatest and then also then witnessing you quibbling about this group not being part of your group and boy that happens in churches all the time and and so when he goes on to say uh you know if your if your hand your foot your eye causes you to stumble cut it off um i think that applies to us just individually it's a it's a lesson of know yourself and don't put yourself into situations where you'll be tempted and 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 where you'll be weak to resist and to avoid things that you know will divert your attention and passion from from god and and of course he's using hyperbole he's not he doesn't mean literally cut your hand or foot or eye off judaism prohibited self-mutilation but i wonder too if this could be applied to churches if if your church is doing something, has some program, has some aspect of its culture that causes these little ones who believe in me to sin, who who is prohibit, which is prohibiting new believers to grow in their faith, or even prohibiting people to even come to faith, then cut those things off. Get get rid of those things from your church. If it's causing people to to not grow in their faith, if it's not helping uh, discipleship happen, cut it off. Get rid of it think that also can be applied and Jesus then kind of concludes with this this word about salt and 
and, and being salt and having the salt within you. Salt's a preservative. There's also a picture here of, I think, um, that, that we're refined by fire and salt is something too that refines us, preserves us. And, you know, they, again, they've just been arguing about who's greatest and there's this feeling of, of feeling superior to this other group that's using Jesus name and just getting back to what, uh, what was uh, the, the lesson from a few days ago from Connie's reading about the life of discipleship is, is taking up your cross, following Jesus, which includes following him into suffering and, and sacrifice. If you try to save your life, promote your life, you'll lose it. But if you lose it for Jesus and the gospel, you'll you'll find it. So so have that kind of salt in you, that purifying salt of his word, his call to deny yourself, follow Jesus, and that salt of God's purifying word in you uh, will also lead you then to be at peace with one another, be at peace, disciples, stop arguing, which will create a climate in which real growth is, can, is, is possible, not just for yourselves, but for those new believers who come in. In other words, stop arguing about who's greatest. Get over yourselves and let's get on with the mission. Let's pray. Oh, Lord Jesus, we need our churches to be purified. Our church, One Hope Church, we, we, we have weaknesses, we have flaws. Would you purify our church and each of us as individuals too? Would you refine us so that we can be a people and a church in which people can find Jesus and grow in the relationship with Jesus that would be all about you, Jesus. So give us humility. Uh, Lord, may we sacrifice our egos and our pride and even our um, uh, arrogance and being our group's right and their group, or, and we're kind of question, we judge them, but um, let's put that aside and let's link arms where we can with other churches and ministries and, and let's move forward and do the work of the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.